Welcome to Find Motoring with me, David Dundee. For interesting questions or to find out more about something or to comment, drop me a line at david at fmr.co.za or find me on at David Dundee on most social media channels and find the podcast on fmr.co.za. It really is a tale of two cars. I've had the Mercedes AMG A35 on test and the more entry-level A200. They are so similar and yet so different. I'm grateful for the order that I tested them in. Let's begin with the similarities. Appointment-wise, they are pretty darn classy compact hatches, firmly in the hot hatch crowd. They call them a sedan, but they're hatches. Taut suspensions, yet not thumpingly sporty at all. More compliant most of the time with no nasty body roll whatsoever, and this is due to their very clever adaptive suspensions. And they're well appointed with most of the toys. My test units were upmarket executive with quite austere design uh, from an interior point of view. Good interfaces and screens, upmarket interiors, car play and the like. Neither had adaptive cruise control fitted. Both had collision avoidance lane keeping. They both have aggressive front ends with proper overtaking presence. Now to the differences, and here's where the order I tested mattered. You see, the 200 feels quick, snarls and rips and snorts in sports mode, just like the AMG does, and it is relatively quick. To be honest, it's enough car for anyone. It's frugal with the fuel when you are, and not too bad when you aren't. Pick this one and you can have fun. With a practical yet executive car, it will leave you wanting for nothing. Until you get into the A35, that is. You see, it is an A200 that is just more everywhere. The interior materials are more, the feel is more executive, and then there's that rip-snorting in sport mode. It is more, much more. And then there's the performance. This one can get you into real trouble. A true bad boy and a bit of a hot-hatch ruler. Yes, you can even get more from the gods of AMG with the 45 that they make, but this one is great, truly great. And driving it is the only way to make the A200 feel wanting. It is the incarnate of the power corrupts aphorism, getting a lot closer to the absolute power end of the spectrum and is about the only thing that's going to make you disappointed about an A200. It does suck more fuel, but surprisingly, not that much, which brings us to the numbers. First, the A200. It's a 1.3 litre, which puts out 270 newton metres and 120 kilowatts, which is good for 0 to 100 of 8.2 seconds, and that's through a front-wheel drive 7-speed DCT. And that's going to set you back a 755,000 rand. And it produces a real world 6.5 liters per 100 kilometers. And now we get to the A35, which is a 2 liter, puts out 400 newton meters and 225 kilowatts, which does 0 to 104.7 seconds through the all-wheel drive 8-speed DCT, which will set you back 985,000 rand. And I saw 10.5 liters per 100 kilometers, which is impressive for the performance that I made use of. Bottom line, buy the A200 if frugality matters and the A35 if it doesn't and you want super sporty. And then for another day, we can talk about the A45 to be continued. And that's it for Fine Motoring with me, David Dondi, this week. If you have questions, you want to find out more about something, david at fmr.co.za. And of course, you can find me on at David Dondi on most social media channels and find the podcast on fmr.co.za.